Welcome to episode 18 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about the common mistakes that happen with Grow Up, what context you should use a Grow Up, why most of the time you should use Grow instead of Grow Up, how to use the word growth, and why Mr. Bean is a good anecdote about growing up. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic which is about the difference between grow, grow up and growth. And this can be quite important for Spanish speakers who want to communicate in a professional context. And in particular, there is a sentence that I often hear from my clients which is something like, my business is growing up. And we need to be a little bit careful about that one. So as usual, Alistair is here to discuss this with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks. Great, great. So yes, my business is growing up. There is something not quite right with that, right? Yeah, yeah. We hear it a lot, don't we? Do. There's confusion with grow and grow up. I can imagine that with the up, makes it sound to a Spanish speaker like it sounds more correct. It must be a phrasal verb that indicates a big increase, no? So you, yeah. you could see how it would. people might use it thinking, oh, my business is growing up. It sounds very convincing, <laughs> but in <laughs> fact, it's not right. We can't use grow up for anything other than people, no? Humans, That's right. human beings. That's right. Exactly right. And and so yeah, probably the best way to go to deal with this issue is first to explain in what context we're actually we do use grow up, right? And so that that kind of our listeners get an idea of where that would actually be correct and then we can come back and correct the sentence later on. So so yeah, you mentioned that growing up or to grow up is relatively connected to the whole idea of people, right? Yeah, because grow is physical. So physically growing in some sense. But grow up is refers to mental, uh, it's growing uh, mentally, maturing, you could say so, to madura, no? Like, mm-hmm. So you grow up as a person from a, from a baby when you're born, the process of maturing as an, um, and becoming an adult. So technically, legally speaking, when you're 18, you've stopped growing up. Now, this may not be the case that we'll go on to a bit later, but theoretically is that period from a baby and I'm becoming gradually becoming an adult. So obviously being uh, brought up by your parents, going to school. So you're mentally maturing now. So it's That's a mental right. thing in your now. Obviously businesses. Uh, so we can we can say plants and trees simply grow. They get bigger. Right. No, they physically grow. So if you're growing tomatoes, you say, "Oh, my tomato plant is growing. The tomatoes are growing." But and people can also grow. That's so right. I mean, obviously, a child you you feed them. I hope. And they will physically grow. So obviously from a baby to an adult, they'll grow a lot and very quickly. Yeah. But they're also maturing in their brain, no, mentally. So they're also growing up at the same time. But a plant or a tree or a business doesn't have a brain. And therefore it cannot mature mentally. 
So grow up really can only refer to to people, not to things. No? Exactly, exactly yeah. correct. Very well explained there. Yeah. So yeah, generally, it's all related to the idea of this process that that happens to to a human being, right? When they're when they're born and when they mm. go through their yeah early years and then into their teenage years, right? And so. We, we, we can use these kind of, we can use grow up also in different types of expressions as well, right? We can say to somebody, oh, come on, grow up, you know, yeah. so that's kind of where we stop yeah. being childish, stop acting that's like right. a, a child. That's right, exactly. So when we think that somebody might be immature or mm-hmm. they're not acting their age, for example, Question, we might yeah, act yeah. your age, you can say also. Yes. Grow up, act yeah. your age. You're a 40 year old right. man. Why are you behaving like a teenager now? That's right. Or a child. Stop being childish. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's a type of expression that you probably wouldn't use really in a in a business context at all, unless you were kind of really annoyed with somebody, of course. But it's still kind of useful to know because, you know, then you kind of get it clearer in your mind exactly when you would use that expression grow up. And and then you probably won't use it when you're talking about your business and other different sort of economic issues. Right. You, You don't you don't want when you're talking about businesses and economic issues, really grow up is not what you want to use. Right. No. So you're very you're not going to use it very often in a business sense. Well, probably never, really. Mm. As you say, mm. maybe some argument with a colleague where you feel that person is acting in an immature or childish way, mm. and then you might say, "Grow up, act your age." But I mean, that is a per- it's a very personal thing. But in turn, yeah. but when you're talking about your actual business, like sales, you say, "Wow, sales have grown by five percent in the last quarter." Yeah. Or our forecast. No, we, we forecast that sales will grow by 15% in the next 12 months. My business is growing, so you're selling more, you're more successful. So sort of expanding your business, no? increasing sales, etc. Profits can grow. Yeah. So you say profit, profits have grown by 10% in the last two quarters. That's right. But you're not going to say grow up, except we did, we did talk before we started that you – Somebody may ask you in a more personal situation, having a conversation, small talk. If you remember a previous episode, we yes. we mentioned small talk, where even in a business setting or business environment, you have to sometimes have chat to people, no, in the coffee break or at dinner. So it's not always just work. And in that situation, somebody may ask you, where did you grow up? So exactly. that meaning, is that is the exception there because mm. that might come up in a in a business environment, right? Mm. It might it might be something where you you know you're trying to get to know somebody a little bit better. You're kind of thinking about questions to ask them, and there you might say, "Where did you grow up?" Okay, so I'll ask you this question, Alistair. Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in a place called the Wirral, which is a, mm-hmm. a peninsula. So it's got rivers on two sides and the sea on the other side. So surrounded by water on three sides. And on the other side of the River Mersey is a city called Liverpool, which is much more famous than most people know from the Beatles or football. So in fact, when people in Spain ask me, where did you grow up? You can all say, where are you from? Which is probably more common, but it means exactly the same. Because basically what you're saying, where did you grow up is, where did you spend your childhood and uh, adolescence? Exactly. So from when you were born till, well, we, we assume 18 when you become an adult, no? So those mm-hmm. formative years. So if somebody asks me, where are you from or where did you grow up? I usually say Liverpool because mm. obviously most people, even other people in the UK often have no idea where. If I say the Wirral, they go, where's that? So, oh, mm. near Liverpool. Oh, okay. So it's much easier to say I grew up in Liverpool, which is not strictly true, but very mm-hmm. close. Sort of sure. 10, 15 kilometers away. 
Yeah. You you could yeah. say in the suburbs of Liverpool. Good. Which is an interesting word. It is. In Spanish, <laughs> los suburbios, which is the same word or sounds yeah. exactly the same, has yeah. completely the opposite meaning. It does. So, so it in does. Spanish, I think, is the worst areas, the poorest or not very nice areas of the city. So usually you wouldn't say, oh, I grew up in the in the suburbios. would say, oh, oh dear. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But what does that mean, Daniel? If you say in English, I grew up in the suburbs, which I did effectively, the suburbs of Liverpool, you could argue. Yeah. What would that mean? It's not negative, yeah. it's more positive. It is, it is. Certainly in, in English, that, that word doesn't have any negative connotations, no. right? And actually, it probably has more of a positive connotation, certainly a sort of eco, a socioeconomic sort yeah, of context, of right? Family. Yes, yeah. yes, because the suburbs, when you think about the suburbs in, in English, as opposed to in Spanish, it is generally a leafy area, it's a green area, the houses are normally are a bit bigger, and you normally have a garden. And so when you say you kind of you grow, I grew up in the suburbs as well, both mm. both in both the places that I lived. And and, and so, yeah, it's something that is generally a, po- a positive thing. You well, have more space. The, it's yeah, a kind of mixture the between the urban areas. and, yeah. yeah. Usually on the yeah. outskirts, alrededor, it's not the outskirts yes. of the city. So outside yeah. the, the center of the city and usually a, resident, a quiet residential area where people generally live in houses with a garden and relatively less traffic. So a, a nice, safe environment for children. So often people may live when they're younger or single in the center of the city, maybe in a, yeah. in a flat, an apartment. And then their general ambition is when they have a bit more money and they start to form a family and they've got children, they may decide to move out to the suburbs is a common expression yeah. and buy yeah. a, a house with a garden where the children can play. Yeah. So it's, so yeah, I grew up in a, exactly that kind of place in the suburbs. So yeah. not the center of Liverpool about, 10 15 kilometers outside in a in a quiet residential area very a bit boring once you're a teenager yeah, yeah. but when you're a child is great safe you can play in the street and there's lots of parks green areas so yeah, yeah safe yeah, yeah. friendly residential environment no so very different to the spanish suburbios no? yes at least spanish different. in spain i don't know in latin america if it has the same connotation yes. that word i'm not sure about that i'm not sure about that yeah. but people uh, can certainly... let us know please write yeah in and yeah us. yeah yeah, but I certainly we didn't discuss this before. Though. No, this we has came come on, spontaneously. <laughs> That's right, but but it is yeah. something that I noticed when I I mentioned that also I grew up in in the, in su- in the suburbs. Then kind of I always got a strange reaction from yeah, my clients go, really? as well. well kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they look at so you like kind of, oh dear you oh dear. Thing, yeah right? that's right that's right but yeah so the key so, thing so there is Daniel, to remember what, yeah to mm-hmm. that suburbs are kind of a uh, a leafy nice area it's yeah. certainly in the definition of english yeah so, yeah yeah so. so where did you grow up daniel well, actually, I, I grew up in two different places. Firstly, on the south coast of the UK, so in a place called Bournemouth that probably quite a few people have already heard me mention from time to time. So, yeah. so yeah, it's kind of a famous place because probably some listeners at least will have probably gone there to study English because that's is one of the, the those key destinations in terms of people who want to improve their English. There are a lot of English schools in Bournemouth. And the other positive element of Bournemouth, of course, is that it has a beach and that is kind mm-hmm. of quite attractive 
attractive to to lots of people who want to go and study English and kind of combine it with a nice sort of holiday. So so yeah, that was the first place I lived, and I lived there for ten years, and then I moved to a completely different place, which was a capital city of Brussels in Belgium, and that was a, a very very different sort of more multicultural experience. That's for sure. But yeah, and so I moved there when I was ten, and then I lived there until I was approximately about seventeen. So really, so yeah. Well. Yeah, you grew up in two places. Yes. Two yes. different countries, in fact. Yes, yes. And very that's different where environments, I... no born coastal town and then moving to a capital city in another country. So very different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The change was the change was massive. But also I think that was the moment, that, that moment when I was 10 years old was the moment that I really started getting going with languages, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because as living as a as a kid in Bournemouth, really the languages weren't weren't really there. But then living in Belgium uh, is completely different. And most people can at least at least speak about three languages. So you yeah. can you can pretty much go through your day and speak to different people in different languages, you know, quite mm-hmm. almost continuously. So it's it's quite well, for those listeners who who may not have heard it, if they go back to a previous episode, I can't remember exactly which one, but if they go back through the back catalogue, there is one episode where you speak about this and you tell your story about how you went to this international school in in Brussels and you had to learn to speak other languages. So That's fascinating. Right. So I'd recommend listeners, yeah. if they haven't heard that episode, to to go back and listen to it. That's right. That's right. It's kind of a, yeah. I think we were trying to explain to get to grips with something. I had like to that, get to grips with. Yeah, yeah you I had, had to, to get, get to grips, grips with a new with country, the, a new school, right. new languages. Yeah. So it's yeah. that episode that says yeah. That the episode, title is to yes. get to grips with. That's right. Yeah. So so basically, your, so your childhood was in England in Bournemouth, almost exactly. If you think of childhood and adolescence, adolescence being your teenage years from thirteen to nineteen. So really, spent your childhood in Bournemouth and your teenage years or most of your teenage years in Brussels no, or in Belgium. That's right. That's right. So sort of almost exactly, you know, half and half divides half and half. Yeah. That was a bit boring. So I just lived in the same (laughs) boring (laughs) suburb of Liverpool. Well, not boring, a nice place to grow up in fact, but not very exciting compared to Brussels until I was 18. And then I moved away from home to go to university to study in another city and I never went home again well to visit obviously but sure. never, never lived again on the Wirral so yeah all my child and adolescence basically was spent I grew up in in one place right um, so interesting quite different to yeah. you very good. So there you go. There we have Grow Up, which is kind of an interesting one. Mostly, probably would only be used for most of our listeners in that context that we just talked mm-hmm. about, where you're asking somebody, where did they grow up or where are they from? And then most of the other times, it's probably best to avoid it and just focus on grow, right? But then there is a third option, which is growth, which obviously the translation there is crecimiento. And, and in that particular case, you know, it's a slight different type of construction or mm. focus as well right it's kind of where we talk about economic growth or a growth mindset for example right yeah well growth is the is the noun of to grow of the verb yeah and we often use it referring to things like well the the company so the growth of the company or the yeah. economy no economic growth that's right so all governments are trying to obtain positive economic growth and they often have forecasts. Now you hear on the news or they say the economy is expected to grow. So in the last year, the economy has grown by 2%. So that's 2% economic growth. No? Yeah. Uh, and if you get, I think they define a, a economic recession is when you have a cer- more than a certain amount of time. Maybe it's more than two or three quarters mm. with zero or negative economic growth. And then that becomes defined by economists or the government as 
technically a recession. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, countries, governments in are always trying to obtain positive economic growth as much as yeah. they can. Whether that's good for the environment is a whole different question that we... <laughs> Yeah, but that that's is, what that most is, countries are trying to obtain economic growth. of course that yeah. is true that is true there's always uh kind of uh yeah. yes that yes, we shouldn't absolutely. be basing everything on always trying to grow that's right that's that right it's consuming right. more and more no? absolutely absolutely so yeah there you have the third one growth which is you gave some really great examples and those that's the that's the kind of situations where you use that particular word also a word that you probably would use quite a lot in a business context you know talking about a economic lot. growth you know the growth of the business a growth mindset as i mentioned before financial growth often more related yeah it can be related to a business but it also can be as you mentioned related to the wider economy a national mm-hmm. economy or even a global economy right so, so yeah very, very important growth etc exactly people refer to and yeah within your company is a very common expression people will use referring to the to the profits to the sales to the the general sort of expansion of the company could be in its size opening new offices in different countries the the staff the workforce is growing yeah so you can have growth in the workforce you're employing more people etc etc Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, so those are the three key elements that you we need to remember to keep in our mind, the difference between grow, grow up, and growth. And we, we just did think a little bit about kind of examples of people who never have grown up, just to kind of reinforce mm-hmm. this particular point about what really grow up means, because I think that is the key element to get into, you know, our listeners' minds, is exactly what does grow up mean. And so we came up with two particular characters right who never seem to grow up and mm-hmm. they and they were Mr Bean who is kind of very famous and certainly was very famous here in Spain and when I first arrived in Spain kind of like most people when I talked about sort of British humor normally came up with a whole idea of Mr Bean and of course always, he is very Benny, famous Benny Hill unfortunately Oh yes also yes it's yes. incredible well, how many people in Spain remember of a certain age of course will yes. say ah oh, yes English humor Benny Hill Mr Bean <laughs> That's and right. I I don't actually <laughs> I don't like, I never liked Benny Hill and he's rather politically incorrect these days. Yeah. His, his kind of humor for those who may yeah. remember it. It's yeah. a long time yeah. ago. It's from the seventies. And Mr. Bean, I never really liked Mr. Bean. I love the actor. Rowan Atkinson is a genius. And it's a bit sad. I always say to my stu- my clients who mention, oh, Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean is fantastic. And I say, well, personally, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Bean, but I'm a big fan of Rowan Atkinson. Mm-hmm. And I think that most of the other things he's done are much better than Mr. Bean. But unfortunately, yes. well, fortunately for him, because it's made him a multimillionaire because he's sold <laughs> yes. the program all over the world. Because, of course, <laughs> if he doesn't speak, you can watch it in any language. It doesn't matter. That's right. It's, it's physical humor. No? That's so right. it's made him a very rich man. So, you know, but I think, unfortunately, he's known in the world for that one thing. And he, uh, I think British people, we know him for for years and years before Mr. Bean on the television. Yes. And That's he's right. made many, many different programs, which in my opinion are far superior to Mr. Bean, but it's a question of taste. But yeah. you ask most people in Spain or in fact anywhere outside the UK, Roy Nackens, oh, Mr. Bean. And he That's famously right. never grew up. Now he's like an eternal adolescent in his behavior. That's right. Yeah. A, he's a cheeky good, he, teenager. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he, he's a good example of somebody who's who's never grown up. And I think your point is very, uh, very true. It's kind of like, I think Mr. Bean was very successful internationally, partly because there was no translation needed. I mean, he didn't, mm. he didn't speak. So I mean, that whole process of translating the whole program yeah, was not you. needed, which is fantastic for, for just getting it out there, right to to other audiences. But it's also true that, uh, yeah, the actor himself has done really great stuff. Things like Blackadder, for example. Blackadder, yeah, I recommend uh, which is any like, listeners go YouTube and look for Blackadder. Four seasons, you, I think, there were in different historical periods. Yeah, and absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's a brilliant actor. Well, I, have, I mean, Mr. Bean, I admit, yeah, he, his acting the way he does it is brilliant. His facial, he has this amazing face, you no, know, like rubber face that he can contort <laughs> into. So you know, yes. it is incredibly well done. It just doesn't particularly appeal to my sense of humor and Absolutely. it couldn't be more opposite to blackadder blackadder is all based on verbal humor and that's he, right blackadder the character never stops speaking and he's brilliant in his insults and his uh, sarcasm and irony no? and mr <laughs> yes. beanie doesn't speak at all it's all physical which shows he's a genius because he can do both things equally well no yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I definitely yeah. recommend, you know, look out for Rowan Atkinson in, in other things apart from Mr. Bean. For That's example, right. Blackadder is one of his the best yeah. things he's ever done. Yeah. And and in the UK, Blackadder, for example, is is extremely famous. It certainly was many, many years ago, yeah. and I assume that it is still now. But I think more um, famous than Mr. Bean or equally. Yes, potentially, yes. Yeah. yes but outside yes. when I mention that to my students, clients, most people have never heard it heard of it. Yeah. I yeah. think it was shown in Catalonia, dubbed into Catalan, because I've had some Catalan students who go, oh, yes, I remember, they remember it. But in the rest of Spain, I'm not sure it was ever shown on, on the rest of Spanish TV. That's right, yeah. There are different types of comedy programs. And maybe that's yeah. another for another another episode, because we and could kind of go on along that. Uh, yeah. yeah, different types of like programs. That Faulty Towers yeah. and Monty Python. Well, many, many yeah. British many TV different types. Yeah. comedy programs yeah. that are very yeah. good for... The thing is, humour is very difficult, of course. It is. So it's one of the true. most difficult things to be able to understand the humour. But if you can, well, yeah, you've got a very good level if you can understand humour in another language. So it's a good oh, test. It is. It is. It really is. Like humor is the ultimate test, I would say. I would almost. say, yeah, probably. Yes. But Absolutely. Mr. Bean, no, no problem. Question. It's funny everywhere yeah, in the world because it's physical yeah, yeah. comedy. No? Slapstick is a expression right. we use for physical yeah. comedy. No? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, Good. so he, ne um, yeah, he never grew up. He's a he never grew up. man no, who that's right. acts like, a, I don't know, a, a silly teenager. No? That's right. And then the other character that we came up with was Peter Pan, right? Yes, of course. The boy who never wanted to grow up. To That's become right, an adult, exactly. so he just decided yeah. to stay being a child. Obviously, a fictional character. So yeah, he's a, the eternal boy. You no, know, never wanted to become an adult. So yeah, and so people refer just... to I think a psychological condition as the Peter Pan syndrome. I've heard mm -hmm. people using yeah. like psychiatrists or psychologists. So adults. So in theory, you're grown up because you're an adult and you should act like an adult. Yeah, but some adults don't act like adults and they're incredibly immature and they keep acting like teenagers or in a very childish way so sometimes you can say that they they have a peter pan syndrome maybe yeah. should they should call it a mr bean syndrome perhaps <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But there you go. I think that ho hopefully kind of gives like a really clear image of exactly what grow up means. Okay, so Mr. Bean has kind of never grown up. Peter Pan doesn't want to grow up. And so for hopefully when you attempted to kind of use this kind of my business is growing up, hopefully you'll stop yourself and, and kind you of say, okay, suddenly growing the image up. of Mr. What? Bean will come into yeah. your mind and go, no, 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 yeah. no, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, my business is growing hugely or massively at this particular growing moment really in time. Well, going yeah. quickly. Yeah. Anything there, but not the, you don't need that preposition at the end. And yeah, I think that's, but, yeah. yeah. And that's basically the summary of this particular episode, right? To, mm-hmm. to, I mean, grow up is important, is important to know what it is, but it's also kind of at the same time useful in that way to make sure that you don't make that mistake. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, grow up. Absolutely. It's fine. We talk about it when we're talking to somebody who to kind of understand where they lived when they were younger, when they were in their teenage years, all that type of stuff. You can use that in what we call small talk absolutely no problem at all where did you grow up etc etc but otherwise when you're talking about different types of aspects related to sort of business english and business communication skills you probably won't use grow up at all you kind of basically be very, want very to rare. talk about absolutely you want to talk yeah. about growing in the present continuous this is growing or that is growing or you want to talk with the with, in terms of the noun right uh, growth, growth economic growth etc yeah. etc et right okay so, that's yeah. nicely summarized well th- this week we haven't got any particular interesting listener feedback well, but i right. did want to comment this is spontaneous we didn't speak about this in the preparation for the episode but it's just occurred to me that in fact i need to apologize and to make i need to make a correction So in a previous episode, I think two or three episodes ago, we spoke about trust. You remember? To trust someone and not to say trust in someone. And I told an anecdote about me on an experience on a Greek island many years ago and somebody trusting me and lending me money. So I I described myself that this person obviously thought I was trustworthy, a trustworthy Ah, person, somebody who can be trusted. And I said in the episode that it was the noun of trust, but of course it isn't. I realized when I listened back to it, said, no, trustworthy is an adjective, not a noun. So I just wanted ah, to correct okay. that. Yes, of course, of course. So yeah. you describe somebody as being trustworthy. So it's not yes. a noun. The noun of trust is trust, the same word. Right. So they are right. just just a correction. Yeah. Ah, good, good, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's great. That's great. Okay. Well, I think we've covered that issue quite well. Hopefully, obviously, as usual, if there are any comments, we'd really love to hear from our listeners. As usual, so if you do have any questions, then do do get in mm. touch with us. But for this particular week, I think that's it. So thank you very much, Alistair. Yeah. Thank you. A pleasure as always. Absolutely. Same here. And uh, I'll see you again next week. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. See you.